Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drew, where our connection continues to connect. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, all of that. Y'all, we are in 2022, and the motherfucking pandemic is still here. <laughs> it's still here. Isn't it crazy? Um... How was you guys New Year's? What did you guys do? You guys have any New Year's resolutions? What is what's happening with all of that? Huh? What's happening with me? Same shit, different day. Hold on really fast, guys, because I have to write this message really quick. And you know what I've learned is I can't type and talk at the same time. My friend has mastered this skill like no fucking other. Maybe that should be one of my resolutions in 2022. Or maybe we shouldn't really have resolutions. Because even like, I, I'm not on a diet. I'm just trying to eat healthier and, ha and make, better cho make better decisions. And, you know, I've never really been a soda drinker or a juice drinker, which is a great thing. So for me, it's always easy for me to drink water. Like, I have water with my meals. And people think I'm weird. I'm like, how is that weird? Like, you drink water with your food. Everyone's like, no, I have to have some type of flavor. Um, but hold on really fast, because I have to type, and, um, yeah, hold on. Okay, I'm back, sorry. Had to type that really, that message really fast. Okay, so, what was I saying? Yeah, New Year. So, we're in a new year, and, um, I think a lot of people did not set resolutions or, um, I don't want to say goals, but I, I want to say goals, I think people just have put more expectations on themselves. Like, I expect to accomplish this within this year. And I don't know why we always wait till January 1st to do this and why we just don't implement this at an earlier date. And obviously, I'm saying we because I'm, you know, guilty of it myself. Um, but I definitely wanted to go on this new journey of, because, you know, obviously, I'll be, oh my God, I'll be 36 this year. Um, and I'm stepping into, <laughs> I'm stepping into, um, I guess my midlife. I don't even know if it's a midlife because I don't even know what the expectancy of most men are. Like, but I'm assuming like most men die at what? I don't even know. But I feel like most people say at 40, you hit your midlife crisis, right? Because you hit 40 and I think. That's the age where you're like, oh shit, I'm no longer young. I'm considered to be an older gentleman or whatever you want to call it. So obviously I'm like, you know what? I want to take into, I want to put some things into, um, I want to implement some things into my life and make sure that, um, make sure that I'm leading the best life that I can and I even, I, like, I researched some things. I even thought about going plant-based. I thought about um, becoming a pescatarian. Like, there were so many things that I thought about doing. And I was like, no, you have to do this thing little by little. So, you know, obviously, I said, all right, I'm going to give up eating so much candy. I'm going to give up eating snacks and chips and dip. And, you know, I don't even eat dip. I don't know why I said dip. But giving up all of these little things just so I can feel better about myself when it comes to little things. Because I feel like that stuff starts to weigh you down. And 
you get to a point where you're like, damn, is it these chips that cause me diarrhea? <laughs> or is that just me? That might just be me. If y'all if y'all feel the same way, let me know. Like, do y'all ever have a, like have something you be like, oh, that shit fucked my stomach up. Am I getting old? Or maybe y'all are older than me and, and well, I mean, maybe y'all are younger than me and y'all haven't experienced this yet. But for the people that are older, right, give me some advice. Because I feel like this is all the shit y'all hid from us. From us. Because I am constantly reaching back to younger people saying, listen, when you get to this age, you're going to be like, oh, okay. And I think it's crazy because I think that we all go through it when we hit 30. Because at 30, I said some of the stupid, <laughs> I said some of the stupidest shit that it's I turned 30 in 2016 but I remember turning 30 and I said I'm not buying no more Jordans I'm taking my earrings out of my ear because I'm 30 like I'm not supposed to be doing these things like why what 30 year old does this and obviously now I'm 35 going on 36 and I'm like I'm still buying Jordans I still have an earring in my ear it's not in my ear right now it's actually in a box but um, I do have earrings. My holes didn't close. And I feel like I'm not going to stop my life because of, of, a, of a number. So it's all about how you feel. And I look at my dad. My dad is in his 60s. And, you know, obviously he's getting older. But my dad is very athletic. You know what I mean? Like he, he has this funny thing he says to us. He was like, can you, can you, <laughs> he says, can you touch your toes without bending your knees? And he says this to us all the time. And I'm like, well, shit, can I do that anymore? You know, and he still can do it. And I'm like, obviously, these are my genes to be able to do this and hop fences and, you know, do whatever it is that he he does in his 60-year-old life. Um, and I just want to be able to um, share the same thing, you know, because obviously I'm coming into the age of where children, um, you know, could possibly be the next step for me. And it's like, well, can you go outside and play? A, can you play football with your child or catch or? Well, I don't know how to play basketball, but I can play football. What you gotta do is grab the ball and run, right? <laughs> Let me stop now. Um, I know there's more to it, but you know, I feel like you need to be able to do these things with your children. Like even I was looking at some woman, like she was saying, "Oh, I couldn't even take my child to the zoo because she could barely walk." And I was just like, I don't want to get into that stage where I'm like, oh my God, I can't walk, it's too much. Or you breathing all heavy and all this extra shit. And I'm like, damn, I only went up two flights of steps. Why am I out of breath? This is fucking ridiculous. So that's why I was like, you know what? For this new year, I'm definitely going to implement these changes and see how it's going to help. Um, and obviously, we're only a few days in, so... <clears throat> Clearly, I don't have much of an update, but we're getting there. We're definitely getting there. So I, you know, I always say to you guys, whatever it is that you want to do, reach for the stars. You know what I mean? So if it is about just changing your, your eating habits or, you know, possibly buying a home or buying a new car or quitting your job and doing whatever you want to do, that's what you should do. Last thing I want to say before we move on to the next topic is, you know, I told myself two years ago that once I got to my 10th year at my job, I was going to quit, right? So this is my 10th year being at my place of employment. And I literally have 
11 months till I reach 10 years working there. So I feel like it's on, you know, but everything happens in time. I feel like you never know what can happen. It might happen in four months. It might happen in 14 months, but you just have to look at your life and see where you're at and what makes the most sense. But I will say seeing so many of my other friends quit their federal jobs or their corporate jobs and just living their life to the fullest, it's, it's powerful. But I will also say the grind and the hustle, like whatever they're trying to sell, they are on it. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be on it, but it almost comes off like, oh, you're a little annoying. And I, don't, <laughs> and I don't want to be that person. So let's just say I wanted to sell toasters. <laughs> and I'm trying to sell these Drew toasters that come in stainless steel, slate, black stainless steel, because we don't do white and black no more, because those are out. Well, except for people with lower income. But no shade to you guys. But most people want stainless steel, right? So let's just say I was selling toasters. If you constantly saw me on live talking about toasters, you know, it might be a little annoying to your friends, but most people don't realize is that your friends are not, most of the time they're not your, um, your consumer. It's most people will buy from you that don't even know you. Most people will buy something from you you have no relation with. You can tell this to a million of your friends. Yes, they might buy it one time, but that's it. Oh, yeah, I supported. I bought your little stretch pants or whatever you was selling, and that's that. But most of the people that buy from you, you don't even know them. So if I could get over that aspect of being annoying, I think I could get things moving. So that was that's my little take on 2022. Um, I know we just started. I know we're in a heavy COVID, which is kind of annoying. Um because we have all these different variants coming out and people are catching COVID left and right. And I just feel like this is this is like a never-ending issue. And, you know, I think more than likely this might be our reality and we just have to kind of live through it. But I do think that... I do think that the way that the... How it's being handled... Um, it's not the best. I will say that. I feel like it's not the best. But the school staying open and, oh, no, you know, the best place for kids are in the school building. Or people think, oh, you should come to work. And it's like, well, why would you want people to be sick? Hello? Like, who wants to be sick? No one wants to be sick. So to me, it seems a little crazy. And it's more so about the economy versus the health, you know? So, yeah. You guys tell me how your 2022 began and what do you foresee happening this year? And yeah, let's roll on to the next topic. Eric Adams. Okay. Eric Adams, bro. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Eric Adams is, <clears throat> excuse me. Eric Adams is the um, new mayor of New York City. Um. He recently held a press conference, and the people are raging hot. I mean, I sound like Wendy Williams. <laughs> Wait, what is wrong with me? Um, no, the people were upset because he basically said, um, if you guys didn't see, he said that he need the big businesses to open because 
I don't even want to repeat it because I feel like it sounds crazy and it's offensive. Like I think that words can be, words are very powerful. And I think that people are just like, wait, what? Did you go on TV and say this clown shit with your black ass? So basically he just said his lower skilled people who are like cooks, dishwashers, cannot sit in a corner office. Now, maybe it was kitchen table talk. I don't know, right? Okay, let me be authentic and give my true opinion. Was he right? Maybe so. But I feel like you cannot judge a book by its cover. There might be people that's working in a kitchen because they cannot... Okay, not they cannot... Maybe they don't want the stresses of having to having to deal with a corporate nine to five job. So to imply that I feel like is very it's rude. It's rude as fuck, number one. And I feel like there's a better way he could have handled that and telling people to reopen while you're standing at a press conference with a mask on. You're telling these people to reopen. Why? Why should they reopen? These people don't want to reopen. And if they do reopen, they know that the staff are scared. You know what I mean? I do think that this is probably the best time for a lot of these companies to think about going remote if they can. If they really can. But I think to insult the dishwashers and the people working at Dunkin' Donuts who are lower level skilled or whatever he, the, the words he used, I think that's very insulting. And I think that you should apologize because you don't know what someone's situation is. There's plenty of people that are sitting in a corner office sitting there because they sucked enough dick to get that corner office. Or there are certain people who was trained by a lower skilled person and because they had their the credentials to get the position, now they're in that position. Because let's just call a spade a spade. There's plenty of people that I've known that's been in corporate America who said, you know, yes, I was working as a secretary at one point and the boss left or the person I was, my boss left. And I had to kind of fill in for that person. And I was learning the ropes and then I was doing the job. And then next thing you know, here comes this person straight out of college. They was like, oh, just teach them the ropes and da-da-da-da-da. And next thing you know, they gave the, that person the job. And now you're put back down to the secretary or whatever the situation is. So I just think that it's very insensitive. And it's just wrong to go up there and, and say that about people. So what should he probably have said? He should have just said, hey... You big corporations, I want you guys to reopen because we need you guys to move the economy. Let's not insult people in the process because you just got here. It's like, I, I, and I hate to judge him off this one situation because we're all human. We make mistakes. I say things all the time where I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Could you imagine if a camera was in my face? But I think it's the follow-up behind it. Like, were, are you remorseful? Like, do you care that you insulted people? Like, like, people are looking at you in New York like, wait, what? Is this who we elected? Should we have elected him? Because this shit you wasn't saying on your campaign trail. 
This wasn't the type of shit you were saying. Also, why would you be pushing for stuff to reopen when we see these cases are going up? Oh, because it could be managed. Okay, yes, most people... Well, we should, I don't even know if we should say most people because I don't know the numbers, but some people have had COVID and they haven't made it. So why would we even risk that? So you're basically saying, okay, well, you might catch COVID, but if you're vaccinated, you might survive. Hopefully your symptoms will be mild. And maybe after 10 days or five days, whatever the fuck the CDC is saying now, you'll be able to go back to work and be fine. And hopefully you don't catch the shit again. Hopefully, because... I know of a few people that's caught this shit multiple times. And you're like, damn, again? What the fuck? I had this shit once. I don't want it again. Shit felt like death. I thought I was going to... I didn't think I was going to die. Well, I did. My anxiety. But... And there's a whole show for that. So if you want to listen, go back and listen. But, um... No one wants to feel like that. So to me, I feel like... Again, what I said earlier, it's like... They don't care that... These politicians are not caring that... People are scared. People don't want to be sick. You know what I mean? Like, people are dropping. Doesn't matter how old you are. We've seen people die at six years old. We've seen people die at 20. We've seen people die at 28, 56, 88, 98, all of these different ages. So, oh, who knows if this person had what their conditions are. Right, but what if you didn't know that you had a condition? And now we, you're like, oh my God, I have COVID. And now you went to the hospital. And now you found out that you have Whatever it is that you have. So to me, it's like, stop pushing the shit and let's just be responsible. And let's say to people, all right, if you want to stay close, stay close. You're just worried about the damn economy. And it's ridiculous to me. It really is ridiculous. All right, so we got a viewer question to come in on topics of discuss. And, you know, again, I want to just say thank you guys for uh, writing in, if you can, or sending me a message on Instagram, which is Drewski. I'll actually put it in the bio so you guys can actually see it. Drewski86. Yeah, something like that. I think that's what it is. I'll put it in the bio so you'll see it. Um, but if you do want to email me, you can. And the uh, email address for the show is Drew Presents the number one at gmail.com. So again, it's Drew presents the number one, don't spell out one, the number one at gmail.com. So this viewer wrote and said, hey Drew, um, I was just wondering if dealing with friendships, do you have to remain completely transparent in order to be authentic when it deals with friendships? Hmm. That's a good question. So do I need to be transparent in order to be authentic? So let's break that down. Well, first, let's just say transparency. What is transparency? Because I feel like a lot of people might get this mixed up. Because transparency to me means that you are an open book, right? And you're willingly are able to come up with the information, right? <laughs> Not we got to pull it out of you. We got to be like, bitch, what happened? Bitch, no, what really happened? Tell me, tell me, tell me. That, to me, that's not being transparent. To me, being transparent is someone who says, who walks into a room and says, yo, I got to tell you something. 
yo, this motherfucker did da 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 da. To me, that's being transparent. Not me coming to you and then you're saying, oh, I'm transparent. Ask me whatever you want to ask me. That's not, that's not being transparent. So I want to be, I want to say that first because the reason why I bring that up is because I used to tell people all the time, oh, I'm so transparent. Ask me anything and I'll answer it. You know, and and then I realized, like, well, Drew, that's not really you being transparent. That's you just saying, I'm willing to answer your questions if you have any. But if you want to be transparent, you'll say, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to put myself on the line and I'm going to tell you how I feel or whatever the situation. This is my feelings on this situation. And this is what's happening. This is what occurred. And this is the result. Not, oh, so what you did last week? Mm-hmm. So who all was there? And then I'm answering the questions, obviously. That's not you being transparent. So I want to say that first. Um, so to remain transparent. Okay, do you, okay, in order to be transparent, do you want to be authentic? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think that you necessarily, I think it just depends on the friendship. That's what I'll say. I think it depends on the friendship because I don't think that you necessarily have to be like, oh, okay, well, let me tell, you know, Elvis all of this information about me. And meanwhile, me and Elvis relationship is a bit surface. You know what I mean? And when I say surface, meaning maybe we only talk about what's going on on sitcom TV shows. That's our relationship and that's what we bonded over. And it doesn't go much further than that. You know what I mean? Like we all, I think we all have, and maybe we shouldn't classify them as friends. Maybe they're more so like, what do you call it? Damn, I can't think of it. My brain went dead. Uh, Acquaintances. I don't even know if I want to say acquaintances, but if you don't really go into much depth in your, whatever's happening in your life with that person, then possibly... I don't know if I would have to be transparent with you in order to be my true authentic self. If that makes sense, you know? So if we just talk about baseball, then that's just all we talk about. We just talk about baseball. If we talk about fucking niggas, then we just talk about fucking niggas. If we talking about, you know, what happened at the what happened to, at the club last week and if we just party at the club, then that's what we're talking about. And I don't think that it has anything to do with going into... uh you know, my authenticity because I'm not t- being transparent with you. Now, I'm going to say, I'm assuming that this person might be close or something that's happening with you and another individual and maybe you felt like, mm, maybe I feel like I'm in a doghouse or I'm in a dark, not the doghouse, a dark. Um, so in that instance, if it's a close relationship, then yes, I would always feel like you should be transparent with people that you consider, you know, close friends and loved ones. Um, if you're close to those loved ones, because just because they're loved ones doesn't mean that you're close, um, or they deserve to be all up in your business. So yes, I think that you, you should be as transparent as possible to be authentic, because if not, then you're just fake, right? Then we can't see through you. Then that means you a fake ass bitch, I guess. I don't know what y'all think. What y'all think, audience? Do you think I answered this? This viewer's question? I think I did. I think I <laughs> I answered the question to the best of my ability. I think I need more information. You know what I mean? Like, maybe if I had a scenario, maybe I could just make one up right now. 
All right, so let's just say me and a friend. Okay, so we'll just use me. So me and my friend uh, were hanging out and I don't know. Let's just say I fucked his father. All right, and I need to tell him that I fucked his father, but I feel like embarrassed because obviously this isn't, I feel bad. I didn't, I didn't mean to fuck his daddy. You know what I mean? But it just so happened that I did. So, how do I remain, I need to be transparent in order to, in order to be authentic, right? So, how would I approach the situation? I mean, I guess it just depends. Like, if my friend was married, like, if his father was married to his mother, would that be an issue? Mm. Damn, this is, getting, this is getting too deep. So, let's just say he's not married. So, he's not married. He's a single man or whatever. Then I feel like I would be able to approach my friend and be like, yo, you know, I'm not trying to out your father because I don't believe in outing people, right? But in order for me and you to have a relationship, I want to be as transparent as possible with you. And I don't want you to ever think that I'm a, a FAB, which is a fake ass bitch. So I would just be like, yo, you know, I smashed your dad and you know, it is what it is. I deaded the situation. It's never going to happen again. But I wanted to tell you that information and leave it at that. Oh, I just thought about it. Okay. This is kind of telling y'all something personal. I ain't going to say their names. But I remember one time me and a, a friend had confided in me some information and I repeated the information to another person that we mutually knew. And I was like, fuck, damn it. I didn't mean to say that, but I said it, right? And now the milk is spilled. What the fuck am I going to do? So I immediately, like, as soon as I got off the phone with the other person, I called my friend who told me, and I was like, yo, you know, my bad. I definitely told them, da 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 da. I didn't mean to, it just kind of slipped. And obviously he was forgiving. But I think that's what kind of makes friendships, you know, stronger and last. Had I not said anything and was just hoping and praying that the other guy never never said anything to him, then that might have came off looking a little suspect. Like, yo, why didn't you hit me? Like, yo, I did tell him, blah, blah, blah. So I guess the, the point of what I'm saying is in order for you to be authentic, I think you should be transparent. But if this person doesn't hold any value in your life, I don't think you have to be transparent with them. I don't think, and it has nothing to do with you being authentic. I think it's just, it is what it is. And hopefully, we can push forward and just push those shits, push that to the side. All right, so last topic before I roll out of here. I'm all about sex positivity, right? I think I said this on a previous show or a prior show. Um... That we should be sex positive. And if you don't know what sex positive is, just think about use your fucking brain. No, I'm sorry. Sex positivity for me is just you just having positive thoughts about people expressing their sexuality or whatever they do sexually. Like, it is what it is. So, like, if you are a woman and you want to have sex with two men in one night... That's your business. I'm all for it. Like, it is what it is. Um, so I wanted to bring up this topic. So there's this, there was this trend on Twitter with this guy and has 75 loads. Now, if you could think about 75 loads, clearly you say, what the fuck? What do you, you're, I mean, the first thing that I thought, 75 loads, I'm like, we're not talking about laundry. We have to be talking about cum, right? That's the only thing that makes sense. So just to give you a little bit of backstory, 
this young man, um, I, I guess he decided to take 75 loads within a 20-hour span with all these guys ejaculating on him. And he decided to share this information with the world. So, all types of comments. Obviously, most of the comments were negative, talking about, you know, he's a slut, he's a whore, he's a cum bucket, all these crazy things. And then there was a few saying, oh, you know, let him live his life. So, me being someone that's sex positive, like, I feel like if you do want to have sex with multiple people, that's your business. Like, who is who are you to tell somebody what to do with their body? That's their body. If that's what they choose to do, then so be it. However, <laughs> I feel like there got to be a but. However, I think that, you know, it's important for you to um, make sure that you're in control of your health and making sure that you're, um, you're safe, obviously. And obviously, the, the video's out there and the guy said that he is HIV positive or whatever. So... Maybe that's not a concern for him. I'm not too sure. I don't want to put words in his mouth. But um, I think even with that, even with that being on him or whatever, I think that it's important for anyone to know that for you to be penetrated 75 times in 20 hours cannot be healthy for your anus. It can't be. <laughs> like... It just can't be. And and again, I'm telling you that I'm sex positive. But it, it, it I would be a little alarmed. Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this again. Or, I hope this is a one-time thing. And clearly, he said that this was just the first time. Next time, he's trying to go for 80. You know? And I think that we should always take a situation that we think is negative. Or we think, obviously, there's some type of judgment towards it. And maybe reach out to the person and say, hey, what's going on? Because who, who, okay, who wants to have the title of, oh my God, I could take the most dicks in a 24-hour span, right? Now, there's some people that might want to reach for that, i.e. this individual we're talking about. I have no idea. But I think as long as you're being safe, safe and your asshole is still intact, I mean, I guess it's okay, but I'm pretty sure any doctor would say, you know, the anus is not meant to be penetrated, number one, right? So you're already in deep shit, literally, with fucking in the butt anyway. But then two, to have that many in, in a 24-hour span could be a little alarming or or... In his case, Rose, buddy. I don't know. You know, like, again, I don't want to judge people because that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to give an opinion on something. And if it was my friend, I would just reach out to him on the side and just be like, yo, bro, everything okay? Like, you good? Like, are you, is there something missing maybe? Or are you looking for a relationship? Because to me, it has to be something a little bit deeper for you to say, oh, I want to have 75 people fuck me in one night. Or within 24 hours. It, it doesn't... It's a little alarming or triggering for me. I, th I think. What do you guys think? Give me some comments. Let me know what you think. You could comment on the video. It is on Apple Music. Um, not Apple Music. What the fuck am I saying? Fuck. On podcasts. 
library for Apple. My bad. I'm a little tired, y'all, as you can still see. And I, I'm not even hungover, but I'm just a little tired. Um, so again, guys, I thank you guys for tuning in for this episode. You guys are definitely the bomb. I appreciate it. Um, again, if you want to um, reach out to me, you can always email me, which is Drew. Presents the number one at gmail.com. Next week, I'll be back uh, with some funny-ass content. And hopefully, I can give you guys a laugh. Because, again, I don't want this this podcast to just be so, like, draining. And, ugh, like, who wants to go through all of that? Um, and I definitely want to teach you guys some information on the mortgage process. Because I remember I told you that in the beginning of the series that we would go over some stuff. And some people have reached out to me and said, hey, did you, can you give me some mortgage tips and things like that? So, I definitely want to to uh pull that up some um to hope that i can get that going within the next few weeks and um yeah i want to thank you guys for tuning in and remember this is our connection that continues to connect i'll check you guys later